2021 Technology Stocks The four main reasons you should bet on a better buying opportunity later this year. After peaking in January, many of the most volatile technology stocks have sold off sharply. Many investors are wondering if this might be a good time to load up on technology names. It could be, but we haven't seen mega cap technology sell off much at all and in fact, many tech names are at or near all-time highs. The problem is, with the pandemic starting to wane, many analysts and economists expect some sort of correction sometime in 2021. History tells us if we do experience a serious correction, megacap is likely to sell off sharply, as it always has in the past. Equally concerning to technology investors, if megacap tech corrects, more speculative technology names like Bloom Energy, NIO, and Virgin Galactic are likely to continue their steep sell-off. Today, we will investigate the four main reasons we're likely to see a better buying opportunity later this year. In this article, only Megacap continue to hold most of their 2020 gains. Continuing supply-side problems. Vaccine hesitancy is widespread. We are in an everything bubble. Final thoughts. Only Megacap continue to hold most of their 2020 gains. Megacap had a magnificent run in 2020. The stay-at-home economy rewarded Amazon and Microsoft greatly. Many smaller stay-at-home technology names like Zoom also took off, boosted by the pandemic. Megacap names like Amazon, Apple, and Facebook peaked last summer and have been mostly trading sideways, ever since. A few megacap technology names like Microsoft have continued to trend higher, at least partially due to participating in the vaccine rally. Either way, virtually all megacap technology names are either at or remain near all-time highs. On the other hand, after peaking in January of 2021 due to the release of new vaccines to fight the ongoing pandemic, there has been a gut-trenching sell-off in smaller capitalized stay-at-home names like Zoom, green technology names like Enphase Energy, and EV names like Tesla. What does it all mean? Even if many investors no longer worry about sky-high P ratios in mega-cap technology stocks, even though they should be terrified, they should definitely pay attention to what the next few quarters of news might bring. Many mega-cap technology companies are reporting earnings over the next seven days. Throughout 2020, virtually all mega-cap names have smashed analyst expectations over and over, yet share prices have failed to rally significantly higher. If demand for technology products slips at all and technology companies begin reporting anything short of simply outstanding numbers, investors should expect stock prices to start sliding. For example, yesterday Netflix reported new subscriber growth that fell far short of expectations in the first quarter of 2021. Management also expects the next quarter may well be Netflix's worst quarter for growth, ever. Netflix dropped 9% in after-hours trading as a result. With mega-cap stocks near or at all-time highs, investors must consider what will happen if mega-cap names can't continue smashing analyst expectations. Supply-side problems Governments around the world have plowed unprecedented amounts of money into their economies in an attempt to offset the financial damage caused by the pandemic. In fact, many countries, like Canada for example, are planning to continue investing even more cash into the economy through 2021. However, 
over the shorter term more monetary stimulus may not produce the results governments are looking for. More and more economists think we may have a bigger supply-side problem than a demand-side problem. With company supply lines damaged during the pandemic, companies may actually have problems filling orders. In addition, many reopening businesses like restaurants, coffee shops, and flower shops complain they can't get enough workers to return to work. Uber is even offering a $1,000 bonus for new drivers in order to lure workers back. Operations of many businesses are starting to increase as the economy continues to open. However, according to some business owners, there are three main problems with finding enough help to meet local demand. Employees may be afraid of working indoors. Many service workers may have moved to gig economy jobs with companies like DoorDash and Uber Eats that remained busy during the pandemic. Unemployed service workers may be receiving more unemployment benefits than exceed what they think they can earn. You can see the problem, right? If you were fired from the service sector due to the pandemic, what loyalty do you owe to the company that fired you? None. If you already have a gig economy job that's paying the bills, why should you gamble with another gig economy job that is only slowly getting back to normal? If you are on benefits, why should you risk your health or take a part-time or job that pays you less than you make on unemployment benefits? The most rational decision for workers is to remain on their benefits and continue looking for a real job, at least until benefits run out. Although these problems should work themselves out over time through a combination of rising salaries and benefits ending, it's clear the problem is not as simple as throwing more taxpayer money at the problem. Investors must consider the lasting effects of an impaired supply-side ramp-up on the profitability of businesses and the domino effect it may have on technology stocks. Vaccine hesitancy is widespread and the pandemic appears far from over. A recent poll from Monmouth University suggests as many as one in five Americans won't bother getting the COVID-19 vaccine. A refusal by so many citizens to vaccinate will result in a longer pandemic and even more economic damage, particularly if new more transmissible variants are allowed to spread. Nearly half of Republicans report they won't get vaccinated. About one in five young adults also don't think they will bother with vaccination. Despite all of the science and all of the publicity Dr. Fauci and many, many others have done to encourage the world to get vaccinated, too many people remain skeptical. Some countries are doing better than the U.S., Although it was originally reported around 1 in 10 Canadians thought they would not get vaccinated, it now appears vaccine hesitancy is steadily dropping. On the other hand, a number of countries are doing much worse. Japan has had a rather long history with vaccine problems and therefore continues to have a significant percentage of the population hesitant to receive the vaccination. In addition, the slow response of the government and PMDA, the Japanese version of the FDA, Japan has yet to receive any significant amount of reliable vaccine, sorry China. Even with an Olympics quickly approaching, it appears unlikely the population will be vaccinated before the end of the year. Osaka is scheduled to enter yet another state of emergency this week. Things look even worse in the developing world. Infection rates in India are exploding. India has a new COVID-19 variant. Things are starting to look dire. People are needlessly dying with the sharp uptick in infections. Then there's Brazil. Brazil has its own variant, 
Bolsonaro still refuses to declare a state of emergency. With over 300,000 deaths so far, Brazil's Supreme Court has approved a probe into Bolsonaro's mishandling of the pandemic. Long story short, investors should seriously consider how much longer this pandemic will last and how much more damage it could do to their own country and their country's trading partners. The Everything Bubble Continues, an ancient Thai fairy tale of warning. In 2000 we experienced a technology bubble collapse. In 2008 we lived through a real estate bubble collapse. Unfortunately, in 2021, technology stocks, value stocks, and real estate are all simultaneously expensive. This is the third serious bubble in just over 20 years, fourth if you include 1990 Japan, and this time we appear to be in an everything bubble. Yet even with all of these headwinds, bullish investor sentiment continues to be far above the historical average. I guess it's human nature to block out painful memories from the past. I recently ran across a Thai fairy tale that I think helps illustrate the behavior some investors continue to display in the face of potentially, imminent danger. A long, long time ago, there was a couple blessed with twelve beautiful children. Although the family was happy, they were also very poor. One year there was a terrible drought and the rice crop completely failed. The family was in terrible trouble, although they could still collect small amounts of food from the forest, without a miracle, the family would starve to death. One night, father and mother put the children down to bed and then quietly spoke with each other by the fire. Together, they decided the best hope for the family to survive would be to lead the children deep into the forest and leave the children to fend for themselves. Father and mother reasoned the children would learn to hunt and gather food in the jungle. Since the children were small, they wouldn't need so much food and therefore they could survive on what they could gather in the forest. At dawn the next morning, mother and father gathered the children and lead them deep, deep, into the forest. Since they hadn't had a chance to eat breakfast, the children all grabbed a cane of sugarcane to eat as they walked through the forest. The children bit off chunks of cane, chewed it thoroughly to extract the sweet juice, and then spit out the woody fibers onto the ground, as they walked. After a couple of hours of walking, mother and father asked the tired children to sit down in a shady place and wait for them while mother and father continued on, deeper into the forest. The children waited, hour after hour for their parents to return, but mother and father didn't return. The smaller children started crying. It started to dawn on the children their parents might not be able to find them. After several minutes of thinking, one of the children jumped up and exclaimed she had an idea of how to get home, they could follow the sugarcane fibers they had spit out on their way into the forest earlier that morning. The plan worked. It wasn't easy, but after a couple of hours, the children were able to slowly make their way back to the family home. Mother and father looked up from the fire, very surprised. After learning how their children were able to return home by themselves, the children were washed, fed, and put to bed. Mother and father came up with another plan. This time, they would take the children out to the forest, but first, they would feed everyone a big, beautiful breakfast. The next morning, the children happily followed their parents into the forest without sugarcane in their hands. After all, their bellies were full and they couldn't possibly eat any more sugarcane. However, one of the boys remained suspicious of his parents, 
so he quietly followed, far behind the rest of the family. As the boy walked through the forest, he broke small branches as he walked so he could mark the way back home. Sure enough, mother and father left the children by a small stream and ventured further into the forest. Sure enough, mother and father didn't return, but this time the children have little trouble following the broken branch path back home. Mother and father looked up from the fire, very surprised. After learning how their children were able to return home by themselves, the children are washed, fed, and put to bed. Mother and father came up with another plan. The next morning, the children happily followed their parents into the forest with full bellies and time passes quickly and happily as the children play with the new toys their parents had given to them that very morning. Again, mother and father asked their children to sit quietly and play with their new toys until mother and father can return. The children play happily, without worry and the time passes quickly. Slowly the day passes and the sun starts setting. The children finally look up from their toys and glance at each other assuming someone has a solution to get back home. However, this time, no one has a plan because everyone was distracted by the trinkets their parents had given them in the morning. It slowly dawns on the children that mother and father aren't going to return. It slowly dawns on the children they are well and truly lost in the middle of a deep, dense forest, with no way to return home. Ancient Thai Fairy Tale Burn us once, shame on the Federal Reserve. Burn us twice, shame on the Federal Reserve, right? Investors should seriously ask themselves if they are prepared to get burned in a third stock market crash, all within living memory. Final Thoughts I've been wrong many times before, so be critical of what I say now. In fact, I honestly hope I'm wrong again. I hope the pandemic ends very soon. I hope the economy recovers quickly and everyone finds a great paying job. I hope technology stocks continue to the moon. However, I think we also need to be realistic. Things have been too good for mega cap technology stocks, for too long. In my article last week, I pointed out that neither the Spanish flu pandemic nor World War I triggered the massive rally experienced in the Roaring Twenties. The unfortunate truth is, we don't really have a catalyst for powering global growth higher today the way we did in the 1920s. The Roaring Twenties will not repeat there's no war ravaged Europe for the US to exploit this time around medium.com. Smaller cap, more speculative technology names have been flashing warning signs to investors and mega-cap technology stock valuations remain extremely high. Continuing and potentially compounding supply-side problems slowing the reopening ramp-up. The serious possibility of the pandemic continuing potentially for another couple of years. The Nasdaq, Dow, S&P 500 are simultaneously at all-time highs. At the same time, there are real estate bubbles appearing all over North America. Any one of the events listed above should be of concern. All four together strongly suggest we're likely to see lower technology prices later this year. It's time for prudent investors to take a breath, assess their risk exposure, and take appropriate steps with the advice of their financial advisor to prepare themselves to take advantage of the coming correction. Disclosure Please seek professional advice before making any investment decisions. I have no positions in any of the securities mentioned in this article.